Do you think you might be aromantic? If so, keep watching this video because I'm going to be talking about the things that helped me realize that I'm aromantic. Let's go! The first thing I'm going to talk about is how my childhood crushes were not real crushes. I used to think that I couldn't be aromantic because I had crushes growing up. But then I spent some time reflecting on my crushes and I realized some really interesting things. One, I simply did not know what a crush was for the longest time. I genuinely thought that your crush was just the person of the opposite sex in your class that you liked the best. And I stuck with that for years and I ran into some problems like... Two, I thought you could just pick a crush. So when other people didn't have a crush and people would ask them, who's your crush, who's your crush, who's your crush, and like bother them, I'd be like, just pick someone. And they would be like, what? Number three is that when someone said that they had a crush on my crush, everyone would look at me like, oh, and my reaction was simply, I don't care. Like, I don't like him that much anyway. Four, I barely even thought about this man. Like, I genuinely, like, the only times I would think about him was, like, when I had to or when I wanted to write a silly little, like, girly diary entry, you know? And it, it was not serious. Number five is that I didn't actually want to date him. Like, I didn't want him to ask me out, and I never, ever thought about ever asking him out. So that was actually just five reasons why my childhood crush was actually a huge sign that I'm aromantic. Now let's do a lightning round! I never had a celebrity crush. So in seventh grade, when someone asked me who my celebrity crush was, I panicked and said Tom Felton. I think people lie when they say how much they love their partners. There's no way you'd do anything for him. I also thought people exaggerated about breakups. I was like, there's no way you cared that much. When I imagined my wedding day, I never imagined past the vows because I always ended up running away at the altar. Stuff like, you're my other half, or love at first sight, make me kind of cringe. Ugh. In high school and college, I got into some relationships really quickly because I felt infatuation for them and I thought it was a crush, but then it, all my feelings would disappear really quickly into the relationship and then I would just feel kind of like trapped and like confused and just hoping that those feelings would come back and they like wouldn't. But now I know that I'm happier single and I have a very happy life planned out for myself and I'm very proud to be aromantic. Thank you for watching this video. I hope it helps someone. Goodbye! Blind react to this video and indicate whether you think each thing is cheating or not cheating. Your partner has a best friend of the opposite gender. Your partner says I love you to their friends. Your partner pays for lunch with their friend of the opposite gender. Your partner kidnaps Ambassador to Italy Sean P. Crowley and locks him in the basement. Your partner flirts with the barista at your favorite coffee shop. Your partner sends and receives spicy pictures to someone they only know through the internet. Your partner watches porn. Your partner holds Ambassador Crowley at knife point and forces him to write a letter resigning from his governmental position, effective immediately. Your partner posts on someone else's Facebook timeline for their birthday. Your partner dresses Ambassador Crowley up in a chicken costume and forces him to eat dry corn off the basement floor while clucking and flapping his arms. 
I may be the last person to talk about this, but did you know that your favorite undersea sponge is asexual? Hi, hi, Captain. We are, of course, talking about the lovable fry cook SpongeBob SquarePants. Fans of the TV show would wonder if SpongeBob was gay, but in 2005, creator Steven Hillenburg put the matter to rest, saying, We never intended them to be gay. I consider them to be almost asexual, referring to SpongeBob and Patrick. In 2020, Nickelodeon doubled down on this representation with a tweet featuring characters part of the LGBT. LGBTQ plus community, including SpongeBob, saying celebrating hashtag pride with the LGBTQ plus community and their allies this month and every month. That being said, Nickelodeon is slightly iffy when it comes to its support of the LGBTQ plus community and probably should not be heralded as any leader in that front. Arguably one of the best examples of asexual representation is in the TV show Bojack Horseman. Not only does the main character realize that they are asexual, there are multiple side characters that are explicitly explicitly asexual. The show spends time to explore what it's like to seek community and other asexual people, how to navigate relationships, and what good and bad relationships could look like when learning about this part of yourself. It's representation that is still pretty uncommon in media nowadays, but it's important to uplift positive examples of representation when we see them. Speaking of which... I've never experienced any type of sexual or romantic attraction to anyone, ever. I think I'm doomed to die alone and unloved. That's okay, a lot of us feel that way at first, but there's a whole community of people who love you. Hello. Oh my gosh, I just needed to find the right person. Maybe I can pretend they're graves. Camilla is who I want. That is where my loyalties lie. That is who my priority is. Not the mother of your children. Don't bring the boys into this. All right. Not the woman you married! I refuse to be blamed any longer for this! Embarrassed. For the longest time, I would see this word and I would pronounce it Arawache. One more time. Arawache. Welcome to our circle of friends. What are you? I'm straight. What are you? I'm queer as fuck. What are you? I am gay. Very gay. And you? I'm a lesbian. And what about you? I'm, I'm. Come on, friend. This is an accepting space. I'm, I'm. We all love you, friend. I'm, I'm. Arawache. 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 I am Arawache. I knew it wasn't pronounced like that, but that was what I thought. Today, I learned differently. It is not Arawache. It's Aro Ace. Fuck. Why does everyone assume that all 15-year-old girls are, like, obsessed with boys? Can't I want to go about my day without trying to date? I mean, just because a person isn't interested in dating doesn't mean that they're broken or anything. I'm allowed to care more about school and about actually someday getting out of Hawkins instead of finding someone that's going to tie me to this place forever, aren't I? 
I've come to realize that I'm arrow ace, which stands for aromantic asexual. Growing up, I never developed crushes on anyone. I remember when I was in fifth grade, kids were talking about their crushes left and right, and it was starting to feel like something I had to experience too, just because I, I thought that's just what happens. I decided I needed to have a crush because that's just what happens to people. I made a lot of new friends, and that's when I thought I developed my first genuine crush. Long story short, in hindsight, no, it wasn't a crush, and I was just wrong. I just met someone who I thought was cool and funny and had a really strong desire to be close to them. Realized I can get very excited and tunnel vision on people I think are really cool or interesting and kind of obsess over getting to know them or just want to spend a lot of time with them. But whenever I got into those tunnel vision moments, if I sat down and asked myself if I actually wanted to be in a relationship with them and hold hands or cuddle or kiss, the answer was not really, but if they wanted to, I could go along with it, which I do not think is right. It didn't feel right or even fair going through all of this with someone and then tell them they're just a friend. I really just thought having a crush on someone was wanting to be their number one best friend. I always preferred to say good friends, but never felt like I could have that, and I worried that if I said no, that we would just start drifting apart, which I obviously didn't want either. Romance and love is the number one most talked about topic on the planet. Everything I've been taught or learned through society is that love and romance is everywhere, everyone feels it, and it's gonna happen to you. The more I came to terms with the fact I'm arrow ace, the more empowered and capable I felt, but at the same time I was also starting to feel more alone and isolated. Put a finger down a romantic challenge. If you have six or more fingers down, you might be on the arrow spectrum. Put a finger down if the idea of getting asked up by a stranger makes you super uncomfortable. Put a finger down if you always preferred field trips to school dances growing up. Put a finger down if you see movie theaters and restaurants as fun places to hang out with a friend group. Put a finger down if you've never had a romantic crush or you've only had a few. Put a finger down if PDA makes you super uncomfortable. Put a finger down if you've been accused of crushing on friends that you just really like. Put a finger down if reading or watching romantic fiction sounds really boring or unappealing. Put a finger down if you're also way more comfortable with fictional romance than in real life. Put a finger down if you imagine your future without a romantic partner. And put a finger down if people always ask you when you're going to get a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Friend, abruptly fell in love, and she was in the dust, darling, like a streaming. 
in parts So she learnt to lie She learnt how to pretend A drama in the future Means to an end I can't Arrow Ace because not many people know about it? I had to strangle this info out of a member on my Discord. Not literally, but it felt like it. Arrow Ace, or Aromantic Asexual, is a term for someone who does not experience romantic or sexual attraction. People can still be attracted to others, just not in a romantic or sexual way. There's other types of attraction, including, but not limited to, aesthetic and intelligent attraction. Interest in partners can exist, but it's just platonic, like a really good friend. Those types of relationships, as I'm told, are called queer platonic relationships. Of course, it's different for everyone. Some are interested in that kind of relationship and have other kinds of attraction, whereas some aren't interested and don't. your expectations to zero. Ah, uh, dating. Not a fan. Camilla is who I want. That is where my loyalties lie. That is who my priority is. Not the mother of your children. Don't bring the boys into this. All right. Not the woman you married! I refuse to be blamed any longer for this grotesque misalignment! Hey, strip, let's go. With no thank you, no please, no kindness. And to think I was gonna give you a little show. Give me your damn pants so I can do the laundry. Wait a minute, I thought that you were straight? No. Oh, gay? No. Bi? No. Pan? No. I've reached the end of my rainbow words. I feel alone right now. I mean, I'd like to believe I'm not, but I just... I've just never seen any proof, so I...
Okay, Mr. Teddy Bear, are you ready to go to sleep now? There you go, Mr. Teddy Bear. What the fuck are you? She learns how to pretend A drama in the future Means to an end That is the reductionist stereotype That puts people like me in little boxes You chose the right box though, I will admit